Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is the prophetic warnings from Prophet Leslie. Yes, this is my wife. And of all of the beating hearts on the globe right now, I believe her more than any of the rest of them. When she says she's heard from God, I know she's heard from God. And I might also add, real prophets don't get words just every day or even every week or really even every month. As a matter of fact, she'll tell you that if you spend too long in the spirit, you start hearing from the wrong side. Okay, so here's, I've got some things I want to show you today. So it's April 18th, 2002. She had this dream. She was just standing on many people on a cruise ship headed out to sea. Sky blue, beautiful, water calm, people around us enjoying themselves, unaware of the coming danger. So it sounds like, well, maybe a year or so ago. Today, people are starting to cock an eyebrow a little bit and say, What's going on? <laughs> the average person still didn't know there's any problem. Way out ahead of the ship on the horizon, standing, I could see a terrible storm brewing. See, this was true about 18 months ago, but today the terrible storm is in the early phases of hitting. Sky getting darker, seas rougher. I saw what looked to be like a huge tornado in the ocean headed right towards the ship. Stan kept telling the captain, turn the ship around. He told him that we're headed toward a terrible storm, but neither the captain nor the people would listen. Now, I think the captain is probably the pastors, the pastors that don't want to listen to anything about anything but negative. Okay, they all want positive. He told him we were headed toward a terrible storm. Neither the captain nor the people would listen. We could see the huge waves of the tornado getting closer, but... Everyone was ignoring Stan's warning. Boy, I feel the rejection. Probably you do, too. Stan finally yelled at the captain, Wake up! We're heading for trouble. Finally, finally, the captain listened and began to turn the ship. By this time, too late. Waves coming over the ship. Hurricane was about to hit the ship. It was almost too late. The ship began to tip over. I feared it was about to capsize, and I woke up. Accurate. Wouldn't you say? In other words, it's saying the people won't listen until it's too late. She also got another prophetic warning, February 27, 2011. She said, it's called bugs in the water. She said, the Lord says he wants to warn all of America that there's going to be a parasite or like a bug or something like that put into our water system. In many of the cities of the nations and people, we begin to get sick and some will die. That's one of the reasons all of my water goes through a Berkey water filter. I mean, all of it. Many will turn to drinking water, metal bottled water, going to be a, pre a precious commodity. Great amounts of bottled water will be sold. The environmentalists will begin to complain, saying that the plastic bottles are damaging Mother Earth. The Lord says to know and understand that these things, they say, are a lie. In other words, the whole environmentalism, the green movement, it's all a big lie. We know that. See, this is the Moloch and Baal worshippers that are trying to explain the end times way. I mean, how do you explain when there's earthquakes? How do you explain when there's volcanoes? Oh, well, it's the green movement. It's because there's too many people, because there's too many greenhouse gases. Well, no, it's not Mother Earth. It's Father God. This is, in my opinion, one of the two most important dreams that she's had. I'm going to spend some time on this. So it's April 15th, 2002. I remember that morning well. She woke me up and she says, you better get your recorder. You're going to want to record this. She said, in this dream, 
I saw Mary Jean Stevens at a meeting. Mary Jean is Hayseed Stevens' wife. Hayseed is a man God told that the largest oil field in the world is located at the southwest end of the Dead Sea. <clears throat> While we were ministering, Mary Jean got a call from Hayseed and said, Mary Jean, you need to get home because war is about to break here out here in Israel, meaning that the discovery of massive amounts of oil in Israel will be associated with war breaking out in Israel. Oil, war, war, oil. Okay, She left to go home. That night after the meeting, I saw myself sleeping. I had a dream within a dream, and I saw a news report on television that announced that, this is important, Israel had given the Palestinians a state. See, that's the big bugaboo right now. That's the very thing that they're fighting over. The Palestinians want their own state. They want Israel to give them part of the land that God gave them. And most of the Israelis don't want to do that. But there's some in leadership positions, we believe, will ultimately force them to do that. But we'll get to that. I heard the Lord say, you must tell everyone that oil is going to come forth soon. It'll cause the Jewish people to fight back for their land. Okay, so that ought to be telling us something. Part of the oil is going to be found on the property where the Palestinians want to be given to them. It'll cause the Jewish people to fight back for the land. Then I heard the Lord say, let Baltimore know. Now, we still don't know why it says, let Baltimore know. But probably one of these days, we'll say, oh, yeah, that was really important. But today, we don't know. Everyone is eager to find out more about this dream. We walked through what appeared to be an airport waiting area. I walked through, and I noticed a lot of Jewish people. I could tell by the way we were talking and visiting. As I passed by one woman, I know she was reading a small newspaper like the Jerusalem Post. That's important. I was drawn to what she was saying, and I heard her say with an accent, Arafat is in the hospital. That's another key. Matter of fact, that's the key to knowing that this is from God. Arafat is in the hospital. She didn't say why. However, she was happy to hear he was in the hospital. Inside the small room was an older woman. Now, a woman in prophecy is almost always the church. So it's talking about church, and I believe it's specifically talking about the American church in this case. Inside the small room was an older woman. And right now, we were just noticing over the last several years, when we hold meetings, almost all of them are 50 plus. Where are the younger people under 50? Well, I think there was a, an 18-year-old and a 25 or maybe a 28-year-old. All the rest of them are 50-plus. So when it says an older woman sitting in the room, <clears throat> excuse me, the older woman or the older church is the only church, part of the church that will even listen to this, and they still don't understand. Inside the small room was an older woman already sitting in there and would not get up to let us meet privately. <clears throat> However, as we began to talk, she kept saying, huh? Huh? Uh, we finally decided she just couldn't hear very well. So we just let her sit there and went on with our meeting. How many times have you sent out these videos to your friend saying, Oh, you need to hear this. <laughs> I don't see any importance in that. I don't even believe that. I don't accept that stuff because they just can't hear well very well. In other words, they don't. They don't want to know the basics so they can begin to understand the advanced things. Like they, they said to, to Jesus, tell us of heaven. He said, if you don't understand the things I say about the earth, 
how will you understand the things I say about heaven? If you don't understand the basics of prophecy, basics of the warnings we've been getting, how are you going to understand some of the advanced things? And the answer is they don't because they don't want to. It's called cognitive dissonance. It's called putting your head in the sand. The man said, oh, don't worry about the people outside the waiting room. Even if they could hear, they will not understand. They'll think what we're saying is all foolishness anyway. How many times have people thought what we were telling them? It's all just foolishness. All it's just rubbish. That's just crazy talk. We have so much more information than they do and a deeper understanding of what's really going on. They won't pay us any mind. They won't pay us any attention. They don't understand. And they don't want to understand. Once inside, this man with high connections in Israel said, All right, Leslie, tell me your dream. So I told him that Israel will give the Palestinians a state. Please, this is really important. Israel will give the Palestinians a state. But it will be a temporary arrangement to give the Jews enough time to regroup and get their armed forces prepared. For what? Prepared? Prepared for war. Okay, so war in Israel is associated with massive discovery of oil in Israel. War, oil, oil, war. So it's associated. Maybe not instantly, maybe not even the same month, maybe not even the same year, but it's associated. Israel will give the Palestinians a state, but it would be a temporary arrangement to give the Jews enough time to regroup and get their armed forces prepared. I told him oil will come forth quickly. The discovery of large amount of oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land. Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world, probably World War III. It will lead to a major war, almost like the whole world will get involved in this war. It will include many company, countries. Now, let me, let me show you something. Probably didn't catch on this. I told him oil will come forth quickly. Well, yeah, I'm about to tell you the story of how I <laughs> was invited to start Prophetic Oil. And in those days, when I read that, I thought, oh, boy, wow, we started this oil company in 2008. That means probably really, really quick, the oil's going to come forth. But that's not what that's talking about. Um, I had a dream that I had elected not to include in these dreams, because it was mine. I'm mostly trying to talk about Leslie, but... For me to understand that, for, for me to explain that to you, I'm going to have to tell you the dream. So perhaps in another, maybe tomorrow, I'll have the more of the details. But this is just off the top of my head. So it was probably, <clears throat> probably 18 years ago in that kind of a ballpark. I had a dream that I was at an old abandoned oil well site. In other words, where they had a pump jack. Because it was just a giant chunk of concrete, like about four foot by four foot by about ten foot. Now, of course, I grew up in the oil pouch out in West Texas. I've been to a lot of places where there used to be a pump jack, but the oil stopped, so they pulled the pump jack, take it someplace else, and it's an abandoned drill site. Well, that's what I was at. And in the stream, I jumped up on this giant concrete, and I pointed into the ground, and I said, there's oil coming out of there about that time. I mean, it was, I, I don't know if I could feel it or hear it or feel it and hear it, but it was a really, 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 really deep rumble, just a shaking of the earth. And I could tell it was really, really, really deep. And about that time, there's about eight to ten 
that used to be dry holes all of a sudden just shot up about 15 to 20 feet in the air and then just fell back silent. I mean, kind of like in Las Vegas, you know, they have those fountains that just shoot up water and then fall. That's what it was like, except it was oil. And I turned to my friend behind me, which represents our investors, and no, we're not offering stock for sale. But I turned to my friend behind me and I said, oil just flowed into that formation. We got to get the papers and go down right now and see about getting this, uh, the, the ownership of this, this land. And about that time, the papers appeared in my hand and boom, we we're off to go file them. So when it says oil, look at this carefully. I'm going to give you a little secret here. I don't talk about this oil a whole lot. Oil will come forth quickly. I don't think that that means that oil is going to come forth quickly right after we start the Pathetic Oil Company in 2008, obviously. But I think, at least my plan is, at the right time, now's not the time, but at the right time, God will speak to me, and I will go over, me and a small group of prayer warriors, we'll go to three different places where I believe the Bible tells us where the oil is located, and I want to do exactly that, just like in the dream. First of all, we're going to take communion. We're going to anoint it with oil. We're going to do a salt covenant. And then I'm going to point down to the earth. And I've got a couple of verses I'm not going to release. But I'm going to point down. I'm going to say, in the name of Jesus, and I won't tell you everything I'll say, we're going to pray, release the oil to Israel. And at the right place, at the right time, I believe that oil will, that formation, that deep Deep formation will open up and oil will flow into those wells. Now, since 19, let me get this right, 1953, I believe, been a long time since I've researched it, there has been 207 holes drilled in Israel looking for oil. And out of those 207, only seven of them, at last check, had any kind of oil flowing out of them, and that was only like 50 barrels a day, which is small, <laughs> uh, small wells. But I found 30 verses in the Bible. Well, I'll get to that story in just a second. At least I plan to tell you that story. So I believe it will go to Israel. I'll point down into the ground. I'll prophesy, and I believe that that oil will come forth quickly. All of a sudden, it flows in to some 30 to 60 different what used to be dry wells. All of a sudden, I go down and file a paperwork. And those are our wells. And that's what I think is going to happen. And no, I'm not offering securities. I'm not offering a stock in the company. At the right time down the road, I will. If you want to know about it, send me an email to Ask Stan saying, put me on the list about that oil stuff. I'll put you on the list. All right, let's go on. Suitcase nukes, January 9. Now, this is talking about me, but it ties in what she's talking about. January 9, 2005. Over two dreams, I was shown a series of suitcase nukes would explode all across America. Regardless of who actually plants the explosives or who they blame it on, the real people behind it, I was told in the dream, are international bankers. Now, today, I've come to know them more as really the Moloch and the ball worshippers. One of them hit an e a regional bank, knocking out all of their accounts and their backups for thousands of customers. This did two things. It threw America into a financial collapse while putting billions of dollars into their hands. And I don't have time to explain all that, so I'll move on. January 22. Notice the 22. Leslie's number is 22. 
I heard in the night an audible voice that speak the words, Israel refuses help to America. That is, in my opinion, the second most important prophecy. What I'm giving you here is the second most important prophecy outside the Bible, shortened only to the prophecies from Dmitri Dudeman. These are very, very important. I suggest you get out your piece of paper and write them down and pin them up to where years from now you'll still be able to have these at your quick access. I heard the audible voice of God speak the words, Israel refuses to help America. I heard the following headlines in my heart. This was the order in which I heard them, not necessarily the order in which they'll happen. I heard Israel refuses help to America. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Catastrophe hits America. One of America's greatest times of need. Israel's attacked America sends troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dmitri Dudem, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. She said, Americans became furious. They were mad at the government, mad at the Jews, mad at the Muslims, and that's kind of, we're getting pretty close to that right now. It seems like Americans are just mad at everything going on in, in our nation right now. Now, let me back up and show you something. So Israel refuses help to America. Why? My suspicion is that the first one actually is the Omer ushers in Palestinian state. And I think what we'll see is America will force Israel to give the Palestinians a state. That means Israel, at least the Jews are, plenty mad at this time. Then a catastrophe hits America. I think that's number two. I don't know if that catastrophe is an earthquake, but probably because both Sundar Salvarez and Shane Warren was told they split my land, so I'll split theirs. So Omar Urshers in Palestinian state would be splitting God's land. So that would make sense that then America would be split in that earthquake, which we're about to talk about. Then I think the third one would be Israel. Well, actually, that's probably the fourth one. Because probably the third one is America's greatest times of need. So America's really, really hurting. We got hit with a big earthquake. And then Israel refuses to help America. That's my guess. That's a guess. Then chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri, the fall of America start with an internal revolution. Meaning, when we turn against Israel, then God says, that's it. She no longer has my protection. If she's not going to protect my land, I'm not going to protect hers. And that's the end of America. So those are the seven headlines just before the fall of America. If you want to know when the Russians are going to attack, write those down. As they start checking off, you check them off. You, you, you run a line to them. Now, this next thing is important, too. So in 2008, let me back up. In... 1982, Hayseed Stevens, good friend of mine, part-time pastor, full-time oil man, was invited to go to Israel to meet Menachem Begin. While he was over there, he said the Lord spoke to his heart and said the world's largest oil field is located at the southwest end of the Dead Sea. He thought, well, if that's fine, but if it's really in the Bible, or if it's really true, it's got to be in the Bible. So he started researching, and he found 17 scriptures that says, in the last days, massive amounts of oil will be found in Israel. Now, after that, I got studying. Since then, I've found now over 30 specific verses that say in the last days, massive amounts of oil will be found in Israel. But anyway, he came back. In uh, 2008, 
we put him on a 10-city speaking tour, which blew financial life into his vision to find oil in Israel. But in 2003, he fell dead of a heart attack. His son took over the company. Things didn't go so well. 2007, his former attorney called me and said, would you be willing to start a new oil corporation to continue the vision to find oil in Israel? My exact response was, thanks, but no thanks. I've got plenty to do. Says, I don't know anything about oil or oil in Israel, none of that stuff. I'll pray about it, but probably not. So that night, this was my prayer. Lord, as you know, I don't have any $5,000 laying around to start some oil company. So if you want me to start this oil company, send the money. I thought that's a pretty good prayer. Got me out of that deal pretty quick. But the next day, the phone call came from the office. Lady wants you to talk to a caller, talk to you about oil in Israel. Why these people keep calling me? I don't have anything to do with oil in Israel. Well, she's been a faithful $50 a month partaker now for over 10 years. I think you ought to call her. Well, I was going to call her anyway, but, you know, now I'm a little obligated. Thank you for calling. The reason I asked you to call is because two nights ago, God woke me up in the middle of the night and told me to give you $30,000 to continue the vision to find oil in Israel. My exact words were, well, fine. <laughs> she said, what? So I explained what was going on. She sent the $30,000 check. It cleared. So we started the prophetic oil company. Started January 1, 2008. So to get it all going, I set up an 18-city speaking tour. While I was speaking in Amarillo, it was June 14th of 2008, after a prayer, after we spoke in my prayer closet that night, I said, Lord, I hope you're pleased what we're doing. I said, because it's not going so good. We're spending $3,500 per city in advertising and not many people showing up, not many people getting saved. And that night he spoke to me. I mean, I heard audible words, and they said, Stan, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel. Well, I actually answered back audibly. I said, the oil well in Israel? <laughs> but there was no answer. <laughs> I said all I'm going to say, son. So, okay. But now, I, that's where I generally stop the story. But I'm going to go ahead and continue a little bit more with the more of the story. So there's only been two times in my not my life where God put me into a school. I mean, literally, it was like I was sitting at a school desk all night long, and he was talking to me all night long. Now, I'd like to be able to tell you I could remember everything that he said, but it was more like it was just putting it into my spirit. I don't understand all that. But the only thing I remember was this. I saw visions of Leslie standing in front of our fireplace, and she was holding up newspaper after newspaper after newspaper. And the headlines she was showing were these headlines. He showed me Leslie holding up newspapers with these. So that's the reason. You need to write these down. You can take these to the bank. Bank will cash it. These are good, okay? Write these down. Now, after he got done showing me her holding these newspapers, various newspapers. Then he said, when those prophecies I gave your wife begin to come to pass, people from all directions will begin to turn and listen to your ministry. Well, hallelujah, because right now they don't seem to be listening. There's all kinds of yahoos out there on the Internet, and God didn't call them. They just decided to start themselves up an internet site. People start listening. Never mind they're not called of God. Never mind they're not really speaking forth what God has told them to speak. It's just their little creation. 
So it's important for you to know that God has called this ministry to do the things that we do. So, March 22 of 06. Now this is, I give you this for a little bit of timing on just how far it might be until the fall of America, for those who'd like to know. March 22 of 06, notice the 22 again. She said, in this dream, Stan and I were on a beautiful island. We were older, much older. Stan had white hair, totally white hair, and did the old man shuffle, you know, where you can't pick up your feet, you just kind of shuffle along. He could only shuffle his feet as he walked, and my hair was solid gray. Many of the local people were following us. Stan kept calling them, or telling them, to keep up, keep up, because we were trying to get out of the city, out of the blast radius of missiles that we knew were in the air. They had told us she had 30 minutes. He was preaching and leading souls of the Lord. I was still spunking, rounding up people to listen to Stan. As we walked toward the forest area, the trail became more and more narrow and the trees more dense. We kept telling people, hurry, hurry, come on. We have to move quickly. Just as we entered the shelter of the trees, I looked up and I saw a huge missile explode and hit the city. But there was not like fire. It was a cloud of sand, almost like powder falling from the sky. There was a chemical smell in the air which smelled similar to insecticide. It may have been a biological weapon, but the smell was so strong, I awoke from my dream. The dream was so real that I could even taste the chemical when I awoke. Now, we believe that that's our end. And if that's talking about the Russians attacking America, then you can look at the color of my <laughs> you can look at the color of my hair and make your own guess how long it's going to be before that's totally white. I want to believe it's 40 years. Probably not, but that's what we're trying to shoot for. You remember, I'm asking people to, to pray, to fast and pray on our face four times a day for four days, beginning October 31st until Thursday, November the 4th at 4 p.m. Four days, four times a day at least, and we're asking you to pray specifically for America. And I'm going to get into more of the specifics here in some future broadcasts, too. May 6th, excuse me, May 4th, 2006. 20-story tsunami coming to America. Leslie dreamed a tsunami is heading for the shores of America, and she said, I heard in the spirit, it's 20 stories tall. I said to Stan, I see a huge tidal wave. He asked, how big? I said, it's 20 stories tall, Stan. Or, Leslie, don't you mean 20 feet tall? No, it's 20 stories tall. Okay, the story is about 10 feet. That's a 200-foot tidal wave. Now, if a volcano from the Canary Islands were to slide into the ocean, it could create one that big. Or, like we had, uh, I've got a note here, Ephraim Rodriguez on February 14th came and made a, a new DVD for Prophecy Club. You can watch it at prophecyclub.com or watchprophecyclub.com. He said he was shown a vision that a large meteor hit Mona Island just west of Puerto Rico, causing a tsunami a thousand foot high at Puerto Rico, but it would be 200 to 400 foot high when it hits the east coast of America, going inland from 20 to 100 miles. Now, let me move on. Great Lakes Earthquake, July 13, 2008. Leslie says in the dream, I saw a bird's eye view. Animals scattering to higher ground. Birds helping squirrels and chipmunks. Birds carrying even nuts in their beaks. People were scattering. Waves hitting the couple's house. During the church service that morning, I was taken back to the dream. I relived it in my mind right in front of me as I looked at the map of the United States. 
I was strongly impressed to look at Lake Michigan, Lake Erie, all the way down to Tupelo, Mississippi. I believe an earthquake will happen from somewhere between Chicago to Cleveland, going south at least as far as Tupelo, Mississippi, something like that. Well, let's ride up the Mississippi River Valley. And that may also be caused because America splits Israel. Now, in conclusion, I'm not going to give you the website where I found this because the guy is not a Christian, so I don't want to help spread his incorrect things at all. But he does have some accurate information, so I'll simply let you read that. It would be better for me not to say anything. But if that is true, it may mean that massive arrests, massive arrests are just around the corner. Time to pray for our nation, my brothers and sisters. Time to pray for America. The Watchman Package. Get two two-foot-by-three-foot color-updated charts, my handwritten book of the Book of Revelation, five DVDs where I taught the school of the Watchman, and five secret-door books to understand Bible prophecy valued at $355, all for a gift of just $200 at prophecyclub.com. The good news is EMP Shield has devices the military testing facility says protect 100% against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges, backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. View simple video installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV. You can have electricity in a blackout. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card and it helps your Prophecy Club. These days, emergency food is mostly sold out, but HeavensHarvest.com has all sorts of emergency supplies and food in stock. Their food comes in square stackable buckets, breakfast, entree, protein, fruits and vegetables. I recommend you have at least 12 months of food for each person in your family. Receive a free box of heirloom seeds when you enter the promo code STAN at HeavensHarvest.com. Promo code STAN. 40 bucks, $800 value for $100. Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy is a deep dive into Bible prophecy. Miss the Mark is the book you give to people that you never want to take the mark of the beast. God's Warnings to America's 101 Modern Prophecies, everything from Dimitri Dudeman to rest of the most popular, the most credible prophets out there. Tribulation Secrets in Daniel is the book that you read to understand as a tribulation saint, what you need to know. And then how pre-trib one, you'll settle your question about the rapture. Now, you can get all five of these in a giant package. We offer them in shrink wrap sets. Shrink wrap sets of 10 for the Understand Bible Prophecy. Miss the Mark is in shrink wrap sets of 10. God's Warning is shrink wrap sets of 10. Daniel is five. How pre-trib one is five. So it's a total of 40 books. Valued at $800, all for a gift of just $100 at prophecyclub.com. Terry Sock is a prophecy student, and he reads his King James Bible, and he believes in winning souls so much, he is supporting the Prophecy Club so that we can win more souls. So if you want to support someone that loves prophecy and wants to win souls, I'm going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com, where you can get all sorts of precious metals, gold, silver, rhodium, palladium, and things like that cornerstoneassetmetals.com Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.